Welcome to the Counterfeit Sleep Podcast, where we help you answer today's most important health and wellness question. Is your sleep making you tired? I'm your host, O2 Tara Clancy. Join me each week for the stories, the science, and the solutions to help you banish counterfeit sleep and have more energy, increased productivity, and a reflection in the mirror you love. Go ahead and subscribe, and you'll get each new episode as soon as it goes live. If your sleep is making you tired, it's time to change that and get back to being you. The Counterfeit Sleep Podcast, Season 1, Episode 15. When's the last time you heard these two words? Be careful. We say these words to each other all the time because we know life comes with risk. And this is especially true in the workplace. So what can you do to create a truly safe workplace? One that goes beyond simply checking the boxes that OSHA requires? You make safety part of the culture, just like today's guest, Ray Brown, CEO of ESCO Group. ESCO Group provides electrical construction, electrical engineering, and electrical safety services to various commercial and industrial clients. ESCO Group makes safety a priority, from safety gear, to a focus on sleep, to engaging employees in training that builds a profound awareness of why safety is important to employees themselves and to their families. Whether you're focused on workplace safety or personal safety, there is something for you in this insightful conversation with Ray Brown. Well, hello, Ray, and welcome to the Counterfeit Sleep Podcast. Hello, Tara. I'm uh, really thrilled uh, to be on your podcast today. Thank you for the, uh, the invite. I'm excited for our conversation. Well, thank you. Uh, you are very welcome, and thank you. I am very excited for our conversation, too. Um, you are the CEO of ESCO Group, and this is uh, National Safety Month, and I really love what you guys are doing, and I think it's, it, um, I appreciate the opportunity to talk with you so you can share some, some of, of that to, um, you know, hopefully um, inspire some other people that are looking to make changes in that, um, in, you know, in, in terms of improving safety. I'd like to start out just talking a bit about the importance of safety in the workplace. Um, and what's interesting is that last year in 2020, the one we'll never forget, <laughs> um, it marks the 50th anniversary of the, um, the OSHA Act of 1970. And of course, that law was intended to ensure that every working man and woman in the nation would have safe and healthful working conditions and to preserve our human resources. And you know, if you think about the conditions that um, can uh, lead to safety challenges, I mean, it includes transportation incidents, violence and, and um, injuries um, related to that, falls, slips and trips, contact with objects and equipment, exposure to harmful substances or environments, fires and explosions, 
overexertion and bodily reactions. I mean, it's a huge range of things that fall under that safety category. And um, if you look at the, the, the data from way back in 72 to now, we've really made some terrific gains. Back in 72, there were 10.9 cases of injury per 100 full-time workers. And in 2018, we had really gotten that down to 2.8. So from 10.9 to 2.8 in almost 50 years, that's a nice drop. And of course, we still have work to do, right? <laughs> Um, we, we certainly do. Yeah. And, you know, and if we think about the costs, uh, you know, they're definite economic costs and then broader societal costs as well. And um, I'm probably preaching to the choir here when I say that in 2019, the overall societal costs um, for workplace safety come in at $171 billion dollars with a B. I mean, that's a staggering figure. And of course, you know, my angle is, is sleep. And um, we know that in, in 2.5, uh, two, sorry, 2015, 6.5 billion um, was lost to workplace accidents. So, I mean, anytime you're throwing around figures in the billions, you're, you're, you're talking about a problem that we really should address. So I would love, um, Ray, if you would tell us a little bit about how does ESCO Group really approach safety in, in the workplace and, you know, tell us about the, the benefits that you're seeing. And then, you know, we can kind of uh, segue into what that may mean for businesses that are looking to, um, you know, make improvements in their workplace safety as well. Yeah, absolutely, Tara. Uh, yeah, you're dating ourselves a little bit. 1970 and 72. Uh, goodness gracious. Yeah. Yeah. If you really talk about that evolution of safety, you think about, uh, you know, I, I started at ESCO, gosh, back in 92, but uh, it's been a, a different culture uh, evolution. You think about some of the electricians, uh, solar electrical, uh, plant services provider, engineering, design, with with electricians that instead of using multimeters, you know, back in the 70s, they would do the, the old uh, touch their tongue and touch to uh, see if the wire is hot. Wow. You know, and getting a little shock. So yeah. to say we've come a long way <laughs> since the 70s and 80s is an understatement. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's a very concrete Tara. example. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. And, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's been a journey for, for us at ESCO and, uh, you know, the things that, that we've recognized is, you know, from the 1970s, and I'm sure a lot of companies have seen the same things. You went from kind of checking the box compliance to really talking about the whole well-being, And that's why I really love your podcast about, uh, just sleep. That's a huge aspect of just the total well-being. um, and, you know, make sure you're coming to work to do your best work. And, uh, and that's where really where our evolution has, uh, has transpired. And uh, I know uh, you talked about National Safety Month. It's actual, actually National Mental Healthness uh, Month as well. And uh, so, you know, we're, we're starting to talk a lot more about mental illness in the, in the job site. That's a big part of safety. So it's certainly an evolution from uh, checking the box to, you know, how to, instead of being a cost center, how, how do you make that an actual strategic value proposition, not just for your customers, more importantly, your employees. Mm. So you think about those electricians that, you know, they go to work and they've got the essential tools 
to do their jobs, the multimeters, you know, polling devices, really safety is a central tool um, that's really critical to how we perform our work every day. So, yeah, I mean, I love what you said there, um, particularly how you said originally, um, you know, it was sort of a check the box. And I hear people saying that a lot about, oh, well, you know how OSHA is and all these this OSHA stuff. Um, but you've really made the, the, the shift to saying, hey, there's actual value in, in looking at our employees and getting our employees to this place of safety. So tell us just a little bit more about what you've seen, um, what, you know, what brought you to that and what you've seen since you've made that shift in looking at it as, um, you know, a, a, a benefit to look at, at safety and really, you know, get safety as a priority. Yeah, you bet, Tara. I think the, uh, Probably the biggest biggest thing I think, like anything in life, you really got to take a just a growth mindset approach. So when you know a lot of folks, you know, you think about the '70s, '80s, the evolution of safety was, you know, kind of almost running away from it. Right? You didn't embrace it. You're you're afraid of what it, what it meant. Um, and so now, now as we look at safety, you know, we're we're trying to share more. You know. 100% transparency. So you talk about near misses that are on the job site. You know, how do we create that culture of awareness? You know, instead of, you know, someone being penalized uh, for doing something wrong. And certainly we still see that at, in uh, some of our, you know, uh, job sites. And, you know, we have a very uh, diverse, uh, you know, customer base that we work for. But by and large, you know, most of our customers, which is really, really positive is aligning our core values with theirs around, you know, creating that awareness around safety, that sharing, just like on our podcast today, you know, if you have a, you know, a near miss at one job site, you know, we have uh, close to, you know, over 200 electricians, you know, how does that pertain to other job sites? So instead of penalizing and being a police um, and certainly, you know, we're very strict on, you know, how we follow policies, but it's really about embracing, helping each of us learn and not being penalized uh, for, you know, how we go about uh, enacting our safety, really culture within ESCO. Mm, you know, it reminds me, funny enough, um, you know, how you said about things are going to happen and then you want to really learn from them. I'm, I'm a, a rock climber and um, every year the AAC puts out a book of the climbing accidents that happened. And why? Because you learn from that and you want to have that vicarious learning, really. You don't want to have that climbing accident and, and lose, you know, the only real thing that you have, you know what I mean, right? Don't want to jinx myself. Um, so I think that's right on. And it really is a mindset shift, as you mentioned, to looking at it as like, hey, we can, we can, um, you know, embrace this, we can make it a learning uh, kind of culture and really like uh, growing forward. Um, you know, that brings me to your mission statement, when which I, I read it, I just, I was so impressed. Would you mind if I just share it now? You betcha. Yeah, so um, the ESCO Group's mission statement is, we exist to empower our employees to achieve their personal and career goals while providing exceptional value to our clients. And to to me, I think it just is really, um, you know, the the epitome of uh, how to do 
the best that you can for your business, because what, what is your business? It's your employees and the work that you do. So, I mean, kudos to you um, for, for that. That is just terrific. I, I love it. Uh, all right. So now can we, um, can we kind of uh, shift to talking about some considerations for businesses that are looking to evolve their own workplace safety? Absolutely, Tara. And I think there's, you know, I'm sure there's a, a, a few, a lot of different steps that organizations could take. I'm going to try to keep it simple. I think you certainly got to have a good, just tactical game. You know, what are the, what are the, uh, you know, uh, toolbox talks, you know, training, you know, what's your annual training, what's your annual certifications? Certainly that's step one. And I think, and I think my, by and large, I think most organizations have done a really good job uh, with that. If you're not seeing the ROI on your training programs, it's time to look at counterfeit sleep in your workplace. After all, 50% of men and 25% of women get counterfeit sleep. And when they come to work, safety slips, focus fails, and tolerance tanks. But when you educate your employees about hidden sleep problems, workplace safety improves, productivity increases, and positive workplace culture thrives. Get the ROI on your training programs. Get started with the Counterfeit Sleep screening. Go to counterfeitsleep.com. You know, the next step is really talking about that, that mindset that we talked about a little bit is how do you start developing the growth mindset and saying, hey, let's learn from our mistakes. You know, how can we really focus on the things that we've done in the past um, and the things that we're trying to improve upon. And actually, you know, as you do that transition to making that part of your manufacturing production process, you know, so, so when you think about the next step of, of, of safety, you know, it's kind of in conjunction with that well-being piece that we talked about. It's, you know, how do you start enacting that behavioral science? You know, one of the things that we talk about at, at ESCO you know, it's not just about being on the job site, you know, it starts at home. So like, how do we get our, our employees from home to work and back again, safe. And so that whole behavioral mind shift really starts to talk about those learned behaviors Do you think about from the seventies to what's transpired today. I remember being at a safety conference just a couple of years ago, we're in a, a self-insured captive with the other 50 very like-minded safety companies. And uh, one of the safety directors was sharing a really great little story talking about those learned behaviors. And as he's working around the house, um, you know, he would always put his safety glasses on to do the yard work or any dangerous type of uh, activity. And uh, they had a, a young son, I think uh, he shared it was a, right around two or three years old. And, uh, and the family was just blessed uh, with a new baby. And so the two, three-year-old was uh, kind of around mom and mom was getting ready to feed the baby. And the cutest thing, the, the little son goes over and gets dad's safety glasses to give it to the mom and saying, well, mom, you might need these safety oh. glasses because this looks like a dangerous activity. <laughs> you know, that's so funny, but that's the realization that you think about we, we need to start modeling behaviors and we learn behaviors when we're really, really young. And then we see those behaviors, yeah. you know, not just in the workplace, but really at home. So we talk yeah. about 
Yeah, like well, living you... it, like really living it, you know, that 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 child will be looking at safety in a different way through his whole life and bring that whole perspective with him to to hit the work world. So that's beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. And I think then really the next piece that uh, and I know a lot of organizations do a really great job of this and, and it gets around engineering safety. So we recognize we're all in dangerous industries. Um, so certainly you know things are gonna fail. I mean, if there's one certain thing about safety is you know you're gonna have an accident. That's the unfortunate thing. So so then how, how can you now take the approach where you're starting to engineer failing safely, right? How does that happen? And it's very different for each of your industries. You know, so for at ESCO, you know, we've had some tough lessons learned and, and one of them will, you know, we've lost a, an employee back in 2006 to electrocution accident. Mm. And, and a lot of a lot of folks will look at us, well, why, you know, why are you talking about that? You know, and I think it's exactly why you have your podcast. Safety is no secret. And it's it's just about mental health. You know, we have to make it okay to talk about the tough stuff because that's the only way we're going to get better. And so well one said. of the things, yeah. Thank you. One of the things we've learned is, you know, around that engineering is, you know, we, we put all of our uh, electricians and engineers that are going to be on the job in arc flash rated uh, clothing. So you never know, you know, you know, if they're drilling into a pipe that they, you know, could be some sort of a gas that got mm. trapped in the pipe, or maybe they're drilling into a wall that, and, and we've been into a lot of old factories, and I'm sure some of your uh, audience probably has some old factories out there where maybe not everything was, you know, tracked down from all the, the designs and, and prints. And, and so you do get in situations where, unfortunately, you might get into something. So, you know, we do our best to make sure we're protecting, you know, our, our greatest asset, like you said, um, they, they mean, we're, we don't make widgets, we we have people and provide services and those services are our people. Mm -hmm. So we have to do everything we can to say, Hey, if we're going to have an accident, how can we fail safely? Right. Um, and I think the, the last piece of that, and we're kind of touching upon it is just really got to embrace the whole well-being. Safety is a, is a strategic tool, 365, 24, seven, you know, from distracted driving to mental health, to getting your sleep, you know, talking about these really important things really starts creating uh, an awareness and a culture that, you know, it's just like, uh, you know, drinking your cup of coffee in the morning or whatnot. It's you need that piece of that critical safety tool to continue to be, you know, not just successful, you know, to see your personal and professional dreams come true, uh, but more importantly, for our families that we that we support. Yeah, absolutely. Wonderful. Yeah. And as I'm listening to you, I'm, I'm thinking how it, it um, you know, used to be, I think when people would think about workplace safety, it was a very physical minded sort of thing, but it really does encompass that psychological safety. So all the stuff that you're mentioning about the wellness and, and, and the sleep, all those things really get at the whole person. And that really is what we, you know, where we want to take safety overall. And you guys are, are doing a tremendous job of that. So kudos to you, really. I, I, um, I'm so glad we had a chance to talk about that. So as we come to, um, to finish up, I'd, I'd like to ask you two questions. The first one is, um, 
you know, given everything that, that you've done at ESCO and the, the whole evolution, everything that you've thought about in terms of safety and, and what you've put in place, um, if you had the opportunity to put up a billboard to get your message out and, uh, you know, knowing that with a billboard, it's a relatively small amount of space and people go by pretty quickly. <laughs> what would you put on that billboard? Yeah, uh, Tara, great, great question. And, uh, you know, before I answer that, I think it goes without saying, you know, we've got a tremendous, tremendous team at ESCO, um, you know, really trying to set a vision for safety, you know, and getting everyone, you know, 100% all in uh, is super important. And uh, I think once you get everyone 100% all in, you know, I think the one thing that I would put on the board, it board that hopefully sticks with uh, some of your folks out there is, is make it awkward. Make it make, awkward. Make it awkward. And what I mean by that is, you know, I touched a little bit upon that, you know, with our, uh, with our families. Um, you know, a lot of times we, we go to work every day where, you know, there's, you know, so many unconscious decisions. I think there's, if you go through the day, you know, about 80% of your food choices are unconscious. Like you just, you do these things. And so what I mean by awkward is, you know, how do you create that awareness around why safety is so important to that individual and just as importantly, the family. So one of the things that we've done at ESCO really coming out of that great team that uh, I talked about was, um, you know, we had the uh, electricians write a letter to their family saying, uh, this is what I'd want to say to you if I was not to come home mm. the next day. Wow. And uh, let me tell you, I, I've never received so many thank you letters from spouses uh, in my, my whole CEO career, uh, just saying, wow, what an impactful thing that that was in creating the awareness and getting, you know, getting that whole family, think about the well-being of how the family supports the employee and the employee supports the family. It just, it just creates a different awareness. So, you know, how can we make- You're giving me chills just listening to that. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, I can just imagine what that was like. Terrific. Thank you. I just uh, really, you know, it's, it's the evolution of, of safety. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm proud of not just our safety team, but, you know, the, the leaders. And I think that's the thing that I've probably seen the most when you think about 100% all in is you know from our trades to really the apprenticeship um you know from the the leadership within the contracting and the associations that we we evolve is just the sharing of information and and really having everyone have that same common mindset of safety is about all of us and how do we make each of us a little bit better mm -hmm. each and every day Wonderful. I love it. I completely love it. All right. Well, um, last question for you. Um, how would someone connect with you? What would be the best way? Yeah, you bet. Uh, you can uh, uh, give them my email address. That's uh, uh, raybrown at the escogroup.com. So R-A-Y-B-R-O-W-N uh, at the escogroup.com. So that's T-H-E-E-S-C-O group.com. Great. I will put that in the show notes too. Well, thank you so much, Ray. It's not every day that I get 
I get just chills from, you know, like from, from hearing a story that somebody shares, I think it's wonderful. And I really thank you. Um, you know, you've done such tremendous, um, you have achieved so much in terms of really making safety your culture and, and kudos to you. And, and I think your, your employees, um, are tremendously fortunate to, um, you know, to be a, a whole part of the company. So I thank you. And I hope you have a wonderful afternoon. Thank you, Tara. If you're not seeing the ROI on your training programs, it's time to look at counterfeit sleep in your workplace. After all, 50% of men and 25% of women get counterfeit sleep. And when they come to work, safety slips, focus fails, and tolerance tanks. But when you educate your employees about hidden sleep problems, workplace safety improves, Productivity increases and positive workplace culture thrives. Get the ROI on your training programs. Get started with the Counterfeit Sleep screening. Go to counterfeitsleep.com. That ends this episode of the Counterfeit Sleep Podcast, where we help you answer today's most important health and wellness question. Is your sleep making you tired? Follow us to get the stories the science, and the solutions to help you take your counterfeit sleep journey. And leave us a review to help other people find us. Thank you. And remember, if your sleep is making you tired, it's time to change that and get back to being you. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.